Turn off the ringer. This is another week of of me having an interview on this podcast. I love doing interviews and this week's interview is especially exciting because in the honor of Valentine's Day, I thought that it would be so fun to have one of my coolest and one of my favorite girlfriends on this show, Yukta, whose voice you will hear in the next few minutes. Um, Yukta is also a podcaster and co-host of the podcast called Chai Talks that I will link in the description below. And she is also a South Asian creator. So in this conversation, we discuss everything that goes into ideals of what a healthy relationship looks like, navigating hookup culture versus navigating hookup culture versus relationships in the modern day dating world and what the world of swiping has done to us. So in part one of this episode, I hope you enjoy listening to us talk about dating. Part two of this episode that will be released in the next few days is a little more about self-love, um, navigating single life and actually being happy and, and recognizing non-romantic loves that exist in your life. So if that's something that you're more interested in, then you can listen to part two of this interview. But if you want to listen to this episode, then you should, because honestly, we had a lot of fun filming it. So I hope you enjoy. With that, here is my interview with Yukta. Okay, so let's start with dating because it's Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. And also, you know, everyone loves talking about it. Um, (laughs) But modern day relationships, I feel like, and especially in the way, and especially the way in which they've been framed recently, Mm -hmm. um, whether it's with social media or like with the way you talk about it with your friends, it kind of almost makes it seem like relationships are the worst thing in the world. Like anytime someone tells you, oh, I'm in a relationship, a lot of times you'll be like, you'll hear responses like, ooh, like how's that going? Or like, Mm -hmm. oh, like don't you want to be single? Like there's almost too much of an emphasis placed on this idea of, girl, like why do you want to be in a relationship? Like men are trash or like, you know, um, I think that this has ultimately led to very extreme opinions where it's hard to not just envision a healthy relationship and like look at relationships and think, oh, they can actually be healthy. But it's also kind of led to this very extreme way of thinking when it comes to relationships. So how do you navigate that? And what's been your entire take on how we think of dating in the modern day? Yeah. Yeah, that's, like, a really, really good question. And, Mm -hmm. like, when you first brought that up, I was like, oh, my God, I have so much to say about (laughs) this. Um, I think the first thing is that I would be lying if I said that I never said men are trash. Like, I have 100% said it before. You know, I did a little bit of research, and I think that phrase itself, so it started during Me Too movement. So Mm -hmm. back in 2017 when, like, women were sharing their stories and they were talking about, you know, like, different you know, like harassment or things that have happened to them. And I think that's like, Hmm. that's like where it should have stayed. But I think the problem with that phrase, like where it gets bad is when we've Hmm. just like accepted it and it becomes like this toxic masculinity thing where the whole, and I think like some people have the argument that it's like, oh, like very like feminist and like that forward. But it's like not because the whole point of feminism is not to like bring men down. It's Mm -hmm. to see us as equals in like this whole patriarchal society 100% but that's where I think like this whole like idea of like the dating um aspect of it is like not good because it's like you can't like you can be a feminist and you can be in love and still like you know accept that 
we have bad experiences with men. Mm-hmm. Like they're they're not mutually exclusive. Like you can still like if there is someone who is in love or you know someone who like so many of my friends who are in like really great relationships they still accept the fact that you know things have happened to them in the context with like other men and like they have got gotten past that and they've like kind of accepted it but they're still open to relationships like Mm -hmm. that is two very separate things it's like seeing the good in person in someone right like you're still gonna have to do that and I think the whole idea of like oh, like, a relationship is a very, very, like, negative thing. Like, you can choose to be single and you can choose to be in a relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, that's two completely, I think, separate, separate things. Um, And it's good because I think in today's day, like, we have that choice. I don't think, like, you know, our great-grandmas or our grandmas Mm -hmm. or even our moms sometimes, like, had that choice to just pick themselves. Like, you can choose to do that and like a relationship can be a value add in your life. It doesn't 100%. have to be like something substituting exactly. something else. Exactly. Um no, I think that in that same capacity, right? I think words are such a powerful thing. Mm-hmm. And you are what you say yeah. and you are what you think because yeah. the way in which you use language to inform self-perception, perception of others, the mm-hmm. way you like navigate life is so informative of like the values you're teaching yourself and i think that like this men are trash phrase Mm -hmm. the reason i think it's so problematic i understand a hundred percent like the political context it came from right yeah but the reason i think any extremist like phrases as such Mm -hmm. are problematic is because when you use them you're automatically being dismissive of any other potential qualities anyone could have by reducing them to a single moment and I, I know we're talking about men specifically, but I think this extends to, like, any gender um, mm-hmm. or, like, any um, kind of relationship, mm-hmm. whether it's um, heterosexual or homosexual, mm-hmm. um, is that the minute you say, oh, men, like, okay, let's say a guy is actually treats you horribly, right? Mm-hmm. Which is, and, like, let's say he, like, ghosts you and doesn't text you and they, like, he's, like, disrespectful. Agreed. Like, he is not the best cookie in the jar. Mm-hmm. It's fine. But I think using a statement like men are trash, like when you keep repeating that word to yourself, like that phrase to yourself, you're convincing yourself that any guy you come across or any person you come across is unfit of a relationship, is Mm -hmm. unfit of being in something committed. And then you're just not on the same wavelength as what you're trying to attract. Like that's why you have affirmations. This is going to sound so cringy, but you, you know when they're like, affirmations are affirming statements that you yeah. say to yourself and there, there's a reason why you say them to yourself in the language that you write them down in exactly. or like the language you resonate with it's because you know that the more you say it the more your mind is going to believe you so if you're selling yourself on this narrative of like men are trash yeah it's never gonna work yeah no 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 100% I completely agree with that like you cannot go around saying like extremely negative things and hope for the best like Mm -hmm. you say what you are you attract the energy that you are right with that said if you're expressing your anger or frustration in a certain moment that's fine but like especially when you're starting to like date again or you're Mm -hmm. starting you cannot expect to get into a relationship with someone and see the worst in them but in dating and relationships there's like if you go in with the mindset that, oh, this man's going to fuck me over, most of the time you're going to manifest that into, like, whatever. Even if the guy, like, you're going to kind of, like, just put off that energy to that person where they might literally do that because you're literally saying that all the time or you're literally, like, believing that that's going to happen to you. 100%. So in that context, I 100% agree that it's, like, 
when you're dating someone, you can't, you or like when you choose to start a relationship with someone, it's got to be like, you have to see some good in them. Like you can't just yeah. be, you know, blowing them off and being yeah. like, men are trash. No, it's also because, you know what you said about, um, you attract what you are. Mm-hmm. And we're in a hundred, we're 100% in this social, we have been for a while now, this social context of like the hookup culture and taking yeah. things like chill and like the chill girl, like being cool and like not being bothered by anything. Like, I think that's created this mindset in a mm-hmm. lot of our minds, regardless of your gender, that in order to be cool, you need to not want a relationship. Like a lot of yeah. times when you're in a group and you're asked like, oh, are you like, at least in college, especially, um, the older you get like it's obviously more different but like at least in your early 20s it's like oh are you looking for a relationship are you looking for a hookup and if Mm -hmm. your answer is oh i'm looking for a relationship then often the answer that elicits from a group of people on the other spectrum is um oh but like you're so young you don't even know what you want you should just explore you should just like hook up with people and figure out what you like but what if people don't want to do that yeah and so i think that that creates a really unhealthy way of looking at relationships which makes Mm -hmm. relationships seem restrictive makes them seem like it's work a lot of times i've actually heard my friends come to me and say oh isha i just don't have time to be in a relationship because i have this going on and that going on and this going on and i'm sitting there and i'm like i agree with you but when you're in the right relationship, not mm-hmm. a relationship, when you're in the right relationship, right. that, mind you, you have to be in the mindset to manifest in your life, right? Yeah. Like you said, like when you're in that space, it's not going to feel like you're making time because you're doing everything with that person by your side. So yeah. it doesn't feel like I'm going out of my way to see this person because like seeing them is natural to me or like I don't have to substitute anything in my life to see them because mm-hmm. they're going to be supportive of the things you want to do outside of your relationship. Yeah. So I think there's this, like, um, there's, like, this huge narrative, I think, in society today about, like, to make time for a relationship, something else in your life has to go. But that's almost like saying every time you make a new friend, something else in your life has to go, which Mm -hmm. is not true. And obviously, a relationship is different. But I think the fundamental of it, right, the fundamental truth of it is it's similar to a friendship in that you find someone you deeply love and trust. Mm -hmm. And the only difference is you actually want to build a life with them. Yeah. Looking at it in terms of less in terms of, Oh, they're going to take something from my life away. And like, think of it more in terms of, Oh, this is actually something new in my life. Yeah. That's exciting. And it's support, like supposed to be supportive is I think a mindset shift that a lot of people just kind of, I think we gloss over really, really quick. No, I think the whole hookup culture thing, like for me personally, like I'm not in a relationship right now. Mm -hmm. And I always notice like on any dating app, like I didn't have it for the longest time, but I just re-downloaded and I'm like looking through. Not a single person is ever open in saying, oh, I'm here for a long-term relationship. Like on Hinge recently, they've added like a little blurb where you can like write in there like, oh, what are you looking for? Your preference. Yeah. So... I can, I swear to you, most people are literally always saying like short term relationship looking for long. Like, Mm. and it's so weird to me. Like, first of all, I think like when you first meet someone, it's valid to know, you know, like the first question that so many guys have asked me, what are you looking for? And Mm. I always have that second of like doubt. Mm. Like, you know, what am I supposed to say to this? Well, how will that other person perceive that? It's always that thought in my brain. And it's like, this back and forth where I'm like, I don't know what to do. And to be honest, I think it's fair if you're in a, I will say like dating is hard. Dating, like dating, going on dates, like, you know, seeing that good fit for you 
is difficult. It's work. It's work. And you have to put in that work. Yeah. But when you're not in the mindset to put in that work, like if you're like, yeah, like right now I want to focus on myself or I want to, you know, like not to say, no, I actually say that, take that back. You can obviously focus, you can be independent and in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Those are again, not mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. But if you're like, yeah, I don't have the capacity to go on dates right now. I don't have the capacity to meet someone right now and put in, you know, like that energy of like spending time with them and meeting them. That is valid and you are allowed to have that opinion, but don't like degrade or like make someone feel shitty if they are like, yeah, I am dating. Because at the end of the day, if you desire that in your life, you do have to put in that work. 100%. And don't like make someone feel bad. Like recently I've been like, okay, yeah, like, you know, maybe I wouldn't mind, you know, going out with someone and meeting them. And like, I'm kind of like, not feeling that whole hookup culture vibe anymore and it's like i don't like it when people are like oh well why like because like it's it's not it's you know it's where i'm at right now and like now i'm in more of like that oh i'm open to it thing but it's like you don't need to devalue where someone's at and at the end of the day there's this tiktoker that i really love and i'm forgetting her name she's like a big lawyer in the city and she was like when i first moved to this she's like i first downloaded hinge when i was 21 and she just recently got married and she's 31 now Mm. so she's like for 10 years maybe like i was in a relationship for like two four years in the middle of those you know like with whoever but for almost like six years i have been swiping and it Mm. took her like she's like approximately like maybe six years to find my husband she was like on average she's a very like analytical person she's like i've probably been on like 275 dates and like she's like if you desire that for yourself you need to put in that work and don't be ashamed to put in that you're not like like what's desperate you're not desperate Desperate. for that if you want that in your life Mm because that is that is completely valid i think the difference is that now what's great for us as women especially is that we have that autonomy yeah it's like if we it's perfectly fine if some woman desire like she's like i want to be single forever and like that's how i'll be happiest and you know like that's like what i want out of my life that's valid but we are as, as humans we need like relationships in our life like we literally like we crave that we are like a very social being like it is not a bad thing mm-hmm. and i hate that society has made that into a bad thing like 100%. i hate that it's like oh like if someone is actively looking for a relationship or if someone is in love they're like oh well Sim, you know bye yeah yeah no like you're not you're just you're in a different phase mm-hmm. of life than they are in and yeah. like that's what needs to be like highlighted for me like i actually have so many more friends who are in relationships than not and i see them in these like successful like happy relationships and they have not they're literally living their life they're having fun like we all like go out do our girly things like never once has that stopped them from doing anything else and you need to see that again like to your point Mm -hmm. if you're in the right relationship it won't stop you Mm -hmm. no this is okay so this idea of the right relationship right and all of the relationships that we've seen or at least from what you've told me, even mm-hmm. in our other conversations, and I've yeah. also been like lucky to have friends that are in very healthy relationships now. Yeah. Having seen that, right? Yeah. How do you go about manifesting a healthy love? Because I agree mm-hmm. with you. You can't be in this point in your life when you're like, men are trash. I hate like being in relationships because it means I have less time for something else. And then also at the end of the day, come back and be like, oh, but I want this like really cliche, lovey-dovey romantic mm-hmm. thing. Because then... Mm-hmm. What you're doing and what you're saying and what you're feeling is three different things. Like, you're saying that you don't want to be in a relationship, but you're feeling this 
craving to be in one mm-hmm. um and that doesn't align so how yeah. do you think how do you think the best way to attract a healthy love in a relationship is I first of all I think that whole craving part of it that you just mentioned that craving part means that you need to do some inner work oh, 100% because if you're craving a relationship you at the like you know you can provide for yourself mm-hmm. you need to be so self like I am so good on my own two feet before any man can no man can fulfill certain parts of you 100%. you need to do that for yourself so that's like one thing right off the bat mm-hmm. but like in terms of the manifesting thing like i am such a big believer of like if you de- truly desire something like if you like for me like i truly believe if you truly desire something it will happen like mm-hmm. you don't get these like random things in your brain for no reason for no reason you know like it's right. like if you if you feel something like this is like gonna be so corny, but for the for my entire life, like I knew I'm going to move to New York City and I'm gonna you know do my thing there and I'm gonna like work here and I'm gonna like cook and like do all this stuff for myself. I always knew that, and like at times, like if you told me like five years ago, yeah, five years later you're gonna be doing that. No way in hell would I have thought that that would have worked out for me. You know, like no way. And um, somehow, like that desire, that literal moment that I always used to envision, it happened for me. So it's like, I always say this to like everyone that I know. I'm like, don't worry about where you're at right now. Like if you have like a certain like picture in your brain of what you want or whatever you do, don't even worry about the journey of how to get there. Just start doing it, doing stuff, you know, like, I mean, don't worry about the end goal. Just start doing. And for, I guess in, in, a relationship sense like it, it's two things right mm-hmm. like the whole part about like craving like if you think like right now you like you're it's not like a healthy crave it's just like oh like i i want that i want that mm-hmm. start doing things you know just like go on dates like solo dates like go outside walk be comfortable with being mm-hmm. by yourself you never know who you would like meet See. just like walking around and you yeah. know what like it's okay to be single i feel like people like are so afraid of that being single yeah yeah, they're like oh i want a relationship i want a relationship or they're like well you know like what you were saying like our earlier conversation was just like oh like i need someone to hook up with yeah yeah yeah. yeah. it's like you want someone but you don't know what capacity you want exactly like you just want some like some validation or something some someone telling you but that's not what it is like you will never be fulfilled with that so i think really like I think, like, bringing that self-love back to you. Like, literally seeing that love in, like, anything that you do. Like, that is, like, what is love at the end of the day? You know, it's like, you just treat yourself nicely. You say sweet things. Like, you see the world in a different light. And, like, if that's what you want, then it will come back to you. I I had a friend actually ask me a few days ago. And I thought this was a really interesting question. Because my answer to it, I thought, was, like, obviously. But I wanted to bring this up because I feel like, if people aren't thinking about it this way, then I want them to think about it this way. Mm-hmm. And my friend asked me, she was like, so were you like 100% confident and sure of yourself before you dated? And like before you got into a relationship? Like, were you 100% like, quote unquote, healed? And I was like, dude, yeah. I'm not going to say the word healed because I think healing is a process and a journey. Yeah. It's not like a one day you wake up and you say, oh, I'm fixed now. Yeah. It's not, that's not what I'm saying. But she was like, were you like 100% bef- with yourself before you dated? And I was like, yeah, I was. And I intentionally made that decision to say, okay, I'm going to take this much time to be by myself, to explore myself like as a, like, as a single girl, to do my thing, mm-hmm. not because, oh, I want to do all these things, so one day I'm going to find a guy who like thinks I'm interesting and cool and quirky. Yeah. No, like, yeah. because I want to use that time... 
when you date someone and then you eventually marry them, like you're that's gonna be more than half your life. So this time we have right now to be single, whether mm-hmm. that's like you at 21, whether you at th- you at 28, like if you're 30 and single, you still could be with someone for like till you're 70, 80, 90 years old. That's still more than half yeah. of your life. So like yeah. you have this very, pre- very precious time single. And I say precious because that is the only time in your life where you have no responsibility but yourself. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a partner is a responsibility, but naturally your instinct when you're in a relationship is you want to do nice things for them and you yeah. want to take care of them. And yeah. then eventually you have kids mm-hmm. and then you have responsibility to them. But mm-hmm. this moment, like right now, the only thing you care about is yourself. And like yeah. being that single, like being in that single headspace, I think my number one takeaway for like this manifesting your healthy love, right? Um, goes back to what I was saying about words. Like, you are what you say in the same way that you are what you think and what mm-hmm. you do. Like, I I think the best thing I had I could have done for myself in my, like, when I was single was I invested in myself in every single, every single way. Like, whether it was learning a new skill or, like, like you said, like, self-love, like, go on solo dates. And, like, yeah. none of these things should stop after you're in a relationship. But oh, I think yeah. that doing these things a little more especially when you have the time and you're single is so important is because that's the best way that you're going to that that you're going to number one know who you are Mm -hmm. what irks you what your um kind of um triggers are and number two you're just going to be way more Mm self-assured which again goes back to what you were saying then you won't need that craving because like even when you're in a relationship it's like now if i have a problem i don't need like my boyfriend to fix it it's like yeah. i can fix it by myself yeah. but then i have that support yeah to go to like exactly. that place if i need yeah and i think the whole part like you mentioned about like healing it's like you first of all i think healing is like what you are constantly like growing you know mm-hmm. like you're con- you're not going to be the same person that you are at like 21 that you're going to be at like 31 or mm-hmm. 41 or 50 you know you are going to be an evolving being at all times but i think the healed part is so important because like all of us have some sort of trauma or something that's holding us back or some insecurity you know it's just like for me personally it's like I've had certain experiences in the past and right now I can say I'm at a position where I have talked the shit out of those experiences yeah to a trusted friend to your parent to whoever like that you truly trust like get talk about whatever has Mm -hmm. been on your mind or to a therapist you know get therapist (laughs) therapy is good no but talk so much about it that you it's like wow like i have literally like seen this a b c and that doesn't have a time limit to it it's just like you have to be so done yeah and like confident in yourself that this is in the past Mm -hmm. like that has to be in the past each experience i think i've had has shaped me so much and forget about what i've learned about what i want i've learned so much about who Who i am and like I have learned that, oh, like, to me, like, I really value, like, my space. Or I really value, like, um, I need to be able to chase my dreams. Or things like that, you know? Like, you obviously learn that, wow, I'm really into someone who's, like, ambitious. Or I'm really into someone that's, like, you know, challenges me. Or something like that. Those things you learn. But, like, you learn so much about yourself, too, when you go through certain experiences. Like, don't let that hinder you. And take, I feel like everything, like, at the moment, like, certain things that have happened you might feel like at the moment, it's like, oh shit, this sucks. Like, you know, like I will never find love again, or this is just like the worst thing ever. Let yourself vent that, feel like the five stages of grief, mm. but then le- know that there is more beyond that. And like, 
honestly, there's no one else that can pull you out of that hole besides you. Like you will have to do the work. You will have to like learn how to be alone. You will have to like go out of your comfort zone to get there. But that is so important. And like, that's all part of like, at the end of the day, finding that right person. I, I personally think like, that's just like, you're never going to like, you need to believe in yourself. (laughs) There's not going to be anyone else that like believes in you more than yourself. Literally my advice to like anyone is like, do you. And go get a therapist. Yeah. And get a therapist. (laughs) Anyways, that was part one of the episode I did with Yukta. Um, This episode was more about just navigating what a quote-unquote healthy relationship looks like, the ideas of toxic relationships in society today, and how we can just kind of navigate that. Um, But the next episode and part two to this to this episode that we recorded is a lot about self-love navigating being single and actually happy and not making your entire existence about a relationship which is an idea that women are often unfairly tasked with so i hope you enjoyed this week's interview and i can't wait to release part two of this interview soon because it was an absolute pleasure to record